Coming to you on some serious tape delay via a podcast near you. From that hockey hotbed of San Jose, California, it's Dudes on Hockey. He is now accepting callers. He is calling me Dude. And now your hosts, Mike and Doug. Hey there and welcome to the Dudes on Hockey podcast. I'm Mike, that's Doug. Dude, it's time for the season to start. It's time. Here we are. Hockey season just a few days away. The Sharks playing on opening night against the Corey Perryless Anaheim yeah. Ducks, which just, it makes me, I mean, I feel like a little glitter tickle inside it's when nice. I say that. Oops, nice. I'm so sorry you're hurt. Feel bad, Ryan Kessler's yes. out too. Oopsies, oopsies. Yes, dude. Sharks about to kick it off. We have a big show today. We're live streaming on YouTube. We, we are. already have people. We had people waiting for us to start. It was awesome. Fantastic. We're going to do the Vegas picks to start the show. We're going to do season picks. preview. Yep. Dude, why don't we do a little Sharks news? Top off the show. We saw Eric Carlson in a preseason game. Are you watching? Do you care? What does this mean? I have watched some highlights, dude. I've not been able to watch full games. They do not have... The NHL Network, because mm. uh, U-verse is expensive. It is expensive. We've talked about this. We were just having this conversation. I don't know if we have any cord cutters out there. We, I, we're both flirting with the notion. That's right. But the, the big thing that's in my way, I have to be able to watch Sharks games. Right, and there are that's ways to do thing. that. There are ways to do that, but I, I have issues with the DVR. Anyways, uh, we can talk cord cutting later, dude. I, I just watched the highlight of Carlson scoring his first goal. Tonight in Vegas, uh, where the Sharks lost, but who cares really? And right, um, he was wide, wide open. Yeah, and that's the part that's exciting here, right? Is that the Sharks have so many weapons out there on this power play, which has not been great in the preseason. But you know, um, I don't want to jump ahead here, dude. But I, I think that we have to preach some caution here. Yeah, uh, with with the Sharks and how they're going to start this season. I don't think we should expect, we hope, but we shouldn't expect that they're going to come out of the gates in a dead sprint because there are right. some things that are different about this team. That's right. That's right. Certainly, Carlson is the biggest one, but certainly the, the loss of Tierney is going to make a difference. Sure. Having Evander Kane uh, all the time on the wing is different. We have a new third-line center. It looks like Antti Sumela is going to be the one. Um you know, he's played well in the preseason. Kurz says he's the guy. He's a, basically a lock yeah. at this point. So, yeah, there's going to be some some new personnel. There's going to be people moving around. And, well, you know, you don't really want the team to peak in October or November, frankly. Certainly. And when you bring in a a player like Eric Carlson, who is, you know, instantly becomes the best player on your team, mm -hmm. um, that's going to change the way how things are done. You know, and I think that there's going to be some adjustment. So... I'm just I'm floating it, dude. I'm putting it out there. Yeah. Uh, we shouldn't panic if the Sharks get off to a bit of a weird start. I know? think. Yeah, I think that's certainly possible. And remember, it matters how the Sharks are playing in April and May and June rather than October, November. Of course, you don't want them to lose ten to start the season, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think they have no. enough talent. That no, that's I, no. Happen. Of course, that's I, I'm not expecting that. I don't think anybody is, but. Um, as good as I think we both expect the Sharks to be this year, I don't expect them to be that good in early October. Right, so I right. think that there's going to be some, some teams are going to look better, especially those who maybe didn't see as many changes on their roster. 
Um, you know, Sharks might not have had a ton of turnover, but they had some turnover in some pretty key areas. So, That's right. Uh, I'm in, I'm very excited, dude. I'm excited for the Vegas draft. Uh, I've never been on the losing end of this. So, I know. Um, I'm extra motivated to make some mediocre picks. <laughs> so, I would say that I have all this. I'm bringing them in with confidence now that I've won, but that is absolutely not the case. <laughs> I did research, and while I feel confident now, I felt good about previous picks that turned out very poorly. So, dude, I think we should have a side bet, uh, a maybe a consideration later to the dude that picks the teams that have the most regular season points. Maybe a okay. a side thing we can def- we can decide upon those stakes later. Okay, but let's let's do that. Um, it's not really, you know, at odds with the normal Vegas bet. So. If maybe if you don't win the full Vegas bet, you win the other bet by picking the best teams in general. So that that's kind of a consolation. It could be a consolation prize, or it could just be rubbing salt on the wound for the dude that wins both. <laughs> which I kind of like the that's idea right. of that as well. That's a very possible dude. So, dude, as well, first of all, let us cheers to the Vegas bet. Cheers to the Vegas bet. Cheers to a great season, dude. Cheers, dude. Mm. Mm. Cheers to listeners. Cheers. Thank you for cheers joining to those us. Those of you who are watching on. Does this YouTube. break you? Does drinking this break YouTube terms of service? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Well, all seven of the people who are watching will be super disappointed. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. I don't know the rules. Too. I don't care. It's apple juice. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, darkened apple juice. Um. So, dude, as the the loser, yes, you have the option of taking the number one pick or yes. passing it. To me, have you decided what you're going to do? I have decided, dude, this is a very easy decision to make. I'm making the first pick. You are. I am. And I am taking the Tampa Bay Lightning, dude. Okay, not surprising. Dude, I am. I need a piece of paper because I have to write all these picks down. I am very poorly prepared for this. Hold on. Dude, the, we were just talking about dead air downstairs. And here we are. It's not dead. It's not dead. I'm, dude, this is embarrassing. I'm and the fact papers, that you're dude. that you're writing down on paper. All right. It's it's harder to type on a Tampa paper. Bay. Okay. Dude. All right. So Tampa Bay. Okay. That means I am taking Nashville. Okay. Uh Nashville. And that means I am going to take with the number three pick. I'm getting cold feet by looking this at is, this. This is tough. I have I I am I'm already <laughs> Dude I'm losing my nerve. I'm not gonna lose my nerve. I'm I'm gonna take Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh. with the third pick. All right. It's uh, crazy, but I'm doing it. I am taking the Boston Bruins yeah. and the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, those are really good picks. Tough. But in divisions we've already picked. That means, dude, I am going to take the Vegas Golden Knights. Okay. Yeah, it's weird, but it's the first Pacific team uh Pacific uh team taken and now my pen is going out. Really? Is this how this is going to work? Dude. <laughs> you give me a <laughs> give you a big fat green sharpie. Big sharpie. Okay. Oh, Max Big. on uh YouTube does not agree with the Pittsburgh pick. Yeah. All right. I know. Here we go. Okay, so I I have the next pick as well, right? Vegas and uh I am going to take I am taking weird I am totally losing my nerve. There's one team that I know you're going to take next, but I'm going to take Philly. I'm going to take Philly. Wow. I know. Okay. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, you've had a little bit too much whiskey, dude. Maybe I have. Uh, I am thrilled to take the Toronto Maple Leafs. What? Wait, hold on. How did I miss? Oh, f- <laughs> I guess I got a whoops. Oh, mommy. Man. Uh, and this I one, I, 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 I like it. And also, I think it could be a huge bust, but I'm going to take Columbus. Yeah. That was the team I was I was talking about. I I made a mistake on my sheet and I didn't have, Tor- and I didn't have Wow, that's really gonna hurt me a lot. Um, okay, so wow, this is already going very poorly. Um, that means I am going to take Washington, the defending champions. Yeah, and I will take Calgary. Yep. Um, Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, dude, I will take the Los Angeles Kings. Okay. And I will take the St. Louis Blues. Okay. Um, you're trying to force me to take Minnesota. I know that, <laughs> but I'm not. I don't think I'm going to. Oh. I'm gonna take the Carolina Hurricanes. And, okay. and the Dallas Stars. You mocked me last year for taking Carolina. I know, but they're better this year. They got Dougie Hamilton. We'll we'll talk about that in the season preview. Okay, I will take the Florida Panthers. Mm-hmm. And I will take the... I'm going to have to take the Minnesota Wild, yeah. which really hurts. But I will, <laughs> You're going to have to eat I your own words. The, well, no, do they, they might make the playoffs. Dude? Dude, uh, Florida and Minnesota. That means... Um, Let's see. I will take the Chicago Blackhawks. And let's see here. I'm going to take Arizona. Getting down to the dregs. Dude, who do you want? Um, who do I want? See, there's nothing really left here that I want. That's true. But I will take the New Jersey Devils. Okay. And I will take the... Oh, God. I will take the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. That's who I figured. I will take um, Colorado. They did make the playoffs. And a team that we constantly think is going to get better but never does, the Buffalo Sabres. Mm, that's a good pick this late, dude. Okay. Gotta say. Okay. Um, I will take the Ducks. Okay. And I will take the New York Islanders. All right. That gives me the enviable position of taking the Montreal <laughs> Canadiens yet again. You took the Islanders, right? Yes. Does that mean I am I'm going to take the New York Rangers? Oh. Yeah. Uh. Dude, the last three teams, I don't okay. like any well, of them. They're I'll all take terrible. Vancouver and Detroit. I'm going to make this easy. Then I get Ottawa. Yeah, guaranteed to make the playoffs based on our previous years. Yep. This will be the year that that does not happen. Yeah, Ottawa is not good. Okay, so... I can't believe I forgot Toronto. I should have taken Toronto. That was ridiculous. That was shocking. I made made a terrible mistake. It literally does not appear on my rankings here because I mistyped it. Okay. Shocking. Mm Mm-hmm. Not so smart. Dude. Dude. I'm quite delighted with my picks. I am not, as I normally am not. But, uh, you know, Nashville. 
Nashville and Pittsburgh, it's you know, I think you have a good shot of having two teams in the Western Conference Finals. I mean, you know, we as we get into our uh division previews, we can talk about those teams. Dude, are yep. are we ready? Should we do the division previews, dude? I think we should. All right. Well, let's start out east. As we uh, go with the, you know, we're we're sassy. Let's let's go Metro, dude. Let's metro. go Metro. All right. Um, the defending Stanley Cup champ, as 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 they are, deserves to be covered first, dude. Right. Uh, the Washington Capitals, without their coach, right. Uh, but essentially the same roster, dude. Uh, they are the team that won it for you last year. You have them again. So, what are your thoughts on the Caps? I am not high on the Caps this year. <laughs> <laughs> I am not high on the Caps this year. I I don't think that, you know, it's been really difficult for teams to repeat in the past. Obviously, Pittsburgh's done it recently, but before that, I think was Detroit in the late 90s. It just doesn't happen that often. Losing the coach, I think that was sort of the magic for that team. Having a different coach... You know, that's not great. Also, I think they're just so happy to have won. I can't imagine them having the same fire because they don't have those same expectations, those same us against the world kind of situation. But you're right. It's the same. I actually have them third in the Metro in my preview. And that's because, as maybe I'll jump to right now, I I am severely underrating Columbus. Uh, I don't know, dude, I got a lot of my picks or a lot of my insight from Don Lecision and all of his previews on The Athletic, and he's really big and high on Columbus. I think the fact that they're two best players... Well, for one, Jones is already hurt, right? which is a major problem. And the other thing is, arguably, their two best players, Artemi Panarin and Sergei Bobrovsky, are going to be free agents and neither have expressed a very significant loyalty to the city. I think they might both be gone come trade deadline. Yeah, I I think that was a a big hesitancy on my part to take them. Uh but I in the position I was in, I decided yep. to if if things went right, if they were playing well, if the team is is doing or having a good season, then this could be a situation where Columbus goes all in. Oh yeah, they go all in because this is their last chance, and they're going to lose both these guys, or they're going to try and make it to the Stanley Cup final, and they're going to throw everything they can at the wall to try and show these guys that this is where they should stay. So uh, obviously, I'm hoping for that outcome, mm-hmm. but I think yeah. it's fifty-fifty, dude. I think you're right. It's very possible that these two guys uh, could be not on this team after the deadline because of so much uncertainty, and Columbus certainly cannot afford to have them both walk away and get nothing for them. I mean, that would be a death knell for yeah, this yeah, franchise. It would be. It would be terrible. And and I would have taken them. I might have taken them if uh, Jones did not get hurt because he's half of... One literally one of the very best defensive pairings in the NHL, and I think people forget that. Um, you have Jones and Sagwarenski, like they're a top five NHL pair, right? And so, um, and their second pair ain't bad either, frankly. Uh, so it's really something that is you know is easy to over, uh, easy to underestimate in terms of Columbus, and obviously they have an elite goaltender in Bobrovsky, but 
I just there's so much uncertainty surrounding that team. I couldn't put them in a top five pick like they were ranked by the Athletic. Um, so, dude, I that means I have Pittsburgh first, obviously in the division. I did too because when you have basically two first lines, which you have when you have Malkin and Crosby, you essentially have two first lines. It's hard not to be great, and they're great. Yes, but I I I feel like I mean I don't I felt like it was sort of by default that Mm -hmm. they were the top team and when you know you're sort of you know pumping your fist in the air because you brought in jack johnson as your big (laughs) off-season move yeah you know i mean i think the good news for pittsburgh is that again their window is still open to be competitive they've had some massive injury issues over the, you know, and you know, can Latang stay healthy? Right. Can Jack Johnson be productive? Can Crosby and Malkin stay healthy? Right. You know, these are massive questions. They lost some depth in Connor Sheary that I didn't love that they had to give him up. I understand it, you know, from a a, a cost cutting perspective, but you always know that uh, you know they're going to be looking to make some additions at the deadline. So right. I think Pittsburgh by default is number one. Right. But also, I mean, if everything goes right in Columbus, they could be the best team in that. If Bobrovsky and Panarin were signed, mm-hmm. I might have been a little more inclined yeah. Oh, yeah. to rate them a little bit higher, but that could be a massive distraction, which is why that Philadelphia pick of yours is pretty sneaky, dude. Yeah. I mean, they had the best addition in that division yep. by adding JVR. That's right. They added JVR. Claude Giroux saw a big resurgence last year. Most people didn't really see it because they weren't really talking so much about Philly last year. And they have this sneaky defensive pairing and Shane Gossespierre and this Russian guy, Ivan Provorov. Right. And that's a great young pair. Gossespierre is an offensive monster. And and they have a couple of really good lines. Sean Couturier is now their number one center. Their biggest problem as has always been their problem <laughs> since Bernie Perrant is they have, I don't even know who they have in goal right now. I mean, it's, they've got Brian Elliott, Brian Elliott, and I they've mean, got a uh, Michael Neuver. Yeah. It's a problem. They have another problem in goal, which is, you know, I, I don't think Columbus would ever deal within their division, but you got to imagine Philadelphia is licking their chops at the thought of the Bob hitting the, the open market. Sure. Sure. In the off season, but you know, I don't know that there's a lot of goalies out there and available. Little surprise that you know they, and they might have made a play for Grubauer, and maybe Washington didn't yeah. want to send him within division either. But uh, yeah, goaltending is a, is an issue, and I think it will keep them from having a long run in the playoffs. But it it certainly is a team that I expect to be there. I, I have them as a wild card team. They're my first wild card team in the East. And Pittsburgh's one, Columbus two, Washington three, dude. And now we start to get to an area where, you know, uh, you've got some some teams that have some big question marks. Yeah. New Jersey Devils made the playoffs last year, dude. On the back of a truly monster season by Taylor Hall, who won the Hart Trophy. Right. And uh, I just, similar to Vegas, I just don't see it happening right. again. And Vegas is a better team than New Jersey. Um, I just don't know that they can duplicate it. Schneider coming off a major surgery is not going to be ready to start the year. I don't think Keith Kincaid is ready to, to carry this team. Uh, so um, even though there's some weaknesses in the Metro, I, I don't love New Jersey 
as a team to get back into the playoffs. I think there are some other teams that could pass them. Like um, Carolina. Like Carolina. I think Carolina is not bad. I, I, The general consensus above the big trade is that Carolina got the better end of that trade. Right. They got Dougie Hamilton, who is a really a top-pairing defenseman, a, a very highly productive defenseman on the back end, and they have other good young D there. Um with another they're they're a little bit in the well Philly's got a lot more offense than Carolina does but but Carolina also has a problem at goaltender so that's that's the downside of Carolina I think yeah and um a pretty massive makeover they have kind of a wild card owner who I'm not sure is really done trying to put his stamp on right this entire franchise and I I I had them rated above New Jersey me too um but I I don't think that they're ready to make that next step and I wouldn't be surprised if they made some other drastic roster change just because this this owner seems to be a little Mark Cubanish. Yeah. Uh something that we're not used to seeing in in the in the hockey world. So we're actually left with the the three New York metropolitan area teams as the bottom three in the division. I have the Islanders next best as, as I expect you do and the Rangers are clearly in a rebuilding phase. Right. Um Islanders get a massive bump just because of coaching. Yes. And uh, because but of But they lost Tavares and didn't really replace him. Right. And but I I have faith in that coaching staff's ability to try and I mean this uh, this team's not going to make the playoffs, dude. No. But you could see them early, especially, sort of have a uh, a rallying cry. Yeah. yeah, Similar to what Vegas had. It is not the same situation, please. We all understand that. But, you know, this is a team that's been left for dead, right? I yep. mean, they, they have been discounted as being oh, yeah. not relevant. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And they might find a way to be annoying enough to get some points. And so uh, the Islanders, I don't think, should be overlooked. The Rangers are just in pure transition and have such a unbalanced, mismatched roster until they start to to trim away at it more. Um, you know, they're better off being bad. And um, yeah, dude. And now we move to the Atlantic, dude. So the thing about Metro is interesting is that I I think at least in my mind, there's pretty clearly four playoff teams there. And pretty clearly four teams that aren't. And I feel like the contrast is even more stark in the Atlantic. A lot of people are talking about how the Atlantic is maybe the toughest division in hockey. I disagree with that, actually. But I think it's even more stark. I think you clearly have four playoff teams in the Atlantic. And you have clearly four teams that aren't. Of course, I'm going to be proven wrong and, and Montreal is going to win the division or something. But <laughs> but the Lightning are the best team. The Lightning are the best team in the NHL. If I had the number one pick, I would have taken the Lightning. Um, it would not have been close. Um, I think Nashville is right with them. I think uh, Dom LeCision actually rated Nashville slightly higher than he the did. Lightning. He did. Um, they have a better defensive core, which is kind of amazing to say because the Lightning's defense is by no means bad. Um and so that's why I went with Nashville, although Nashville's in a more difficult division. I think Nashville's in the toughest division in the NHL, which is not to their benefit. So, But the Lightning is cl- pretty clearly the class of the Atlantic, and a team that you and I both vastly underrated last year were, were the Boston Bruins. And now I think we have to say that the Boston Bruins have the best, the best forward line in hockey. 
Yes. They have the best forward line in hockey. They do. And that's Brad Marchand, um, David Pasternak, and the guy who wins the Selkie every year. Bergeron. And Bergeron. That is the best offensive line in hockey. Yeah. It, and and uh, their second line isn't that bad. Because <laughs> we haven't even talked about David Krejci yet. Right. And they've got a, some some good players in D. And they've got Tuka Rask, which is why Boston is extremely dangerous. Um, I, I mean, I think it's a toss-up between the Central and the Atlantic. I think that, you know... Um, the, I think Montreal, Ottawa, and Detroit are so bad. That's true. But, but Buffalo is going to be better. And... Florida was the best team in the NHL for the last 30 games of last year. Right. So that's why I say those four teams are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. With Buffalo, Montreal, Ottawa, and Detroit probably being pretty far out. No, yeah. There's no question. And, and, uh, I'm, I know it was, uh, you, you want, if you had a do over, you, you would have taken Toronto. I would have taken Toronto instead of, instead of Philly. Uh, I'm, I, well, I think Tampa Bay, clearly the best team, dude. The thing that gives me pause, I still don't understand. Why Steve Eiserman stepped down? Um, I think, I think that, he's going to Detroit. Well, okay, then that that makes me a little nervous. Um, he's the one who orchestrated this entire roster, yeah. and now for him not to be there at a critical moment in that franchise makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, in terms of having them as the top pick, but I, I do think they are the best team. But I think that Boston and especially is poised enough to knock them off. And it could it could happen. Like mm-hmm. I expect that that will be, you know, the matchup in, in the Atlantic bracket. You know, Boston, Tampa Bay, and I do. You know, I did consider that if Tampa Bay came out of that, would they be so wiped that whoever they played next—Columbus, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. Philly, Washington—have a chance to get past them because they were just so beat, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, because even you know it, they would they would have a tough draw, it, because I would have them as the top seed, and then I'd have them playing Florida in the first round, and that's brutal too. Yeah, yeah, that's really rough. So um, tough stuff. Um, Toronto, I have as the third team in the Atlantic. Me too. And um, their D is not good, and that's it's not the maybe, issue. It may not be as bad as a lot of people like to say, but it's definitely not good. <laughs> right, definitely not good, and and they haven't done anything to really try and address it. Mm-hmm. And um, while they made a big splash with Tavares, um, and they have, they may have been better served going after Eric Carlson. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Especially since they have the second best player in the NHL in Austin Matthews right now. Right. So. Um, Toronto's going to be good. They're going to be entertaining. They're going to be in a lot of seven to four games. The, Just they might be on the losing end of some of those. The, the thing that I downgrade with Toronto, and maybe this will help buoy them, is they're in a city that cares so much about hockey and is going to nitpick every little thing this team does, especially since the the expectations now are high. Right for this right. team. This team traditionally was not a very good team, and it was just like, well, Toronto, they suck again. And now everyone's like, they have Austin Matthews, the second best player in the NHL. They just got John Tavares. They have Patrick Marl on the top line. They're going to put Patrick Marl on the top line with with Austin Matthews, perhaps. And then the second line has Mitch Marner and William Nylander. It's, an, it's insane, like the the amount of offensive talent they have. And you put that team full of young players under this intense, intense scrutiny. I don't know how that's going to go. 
You know, it's going to be an extremely high pressure situation. And if they respond to it, they could go all the way. And if they don't respond to it, it could be bad. I don't think they can go all the way with the defensive core that they have. And they're going to need to make a decision um, involving one of their young players. But if they can try and get an impact defenseman to join them. And I don't know who that is. Yeah. But uh, I don't think as their roster is put together right now, it's flawed in a similar way to the Edmonton Oilers. They just don't have that player. Right, right. Dude, Florida <laughs> is going to be a real pain in the ass. They're good. I think they're good. They're a good team. And they just got better by and, adding, uh, you know, Mike Instagram, uh, Hoffman. Hoffman. Yeah. And he's a good player. He's a good player. He and, can score. you know, Bobby Lou is still doing just fine in goal. Sure. They're good enough to, they could steal a playoff series against they somebody. They could. And it wouldn't shock me if they ended up in, in leapfrogging Toronto. It wouldn't shock me. Yeah. If they ended up doing that just because I think their overall roster might not be as talented, but it might be more balanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffalo dude, I mean, is, is this the year that Buffalo is able to take a serious step forward? I think they're going to be respectable, but not a playoff team. Right. That's sort of where I see, you know, Jack Eichel is still an excellent player. They have this kid, Rasmus Dahlin, who's going to be great, but, uh, it's just not enough. It's not enough yet. Right. Uh, I agree, but I do think that I think this is a team that you could see, having the ability to beat anybody on any night, uh, goaltending also a big issue yep. in Buffalo, but they have some high end talent, probably better served to not be that good and continue to add pieces to try and, uh, be relevant in a year or two. Yeah. Uh, Detroit, Detroit is, and Ottawa are the two worst teams in the NHL. They're bad. I think. Yeah, they're bad. And Montreal, uh, you know, they're bad also, but then when you have Carey Price, you always have a chance to win. But when you don't have Shea Weber for months, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. And uh, that's like really the only bright spot. Or David Schlemko, dude. Oh, no. He's out again. Oh, no. I didn't want to alarm you, but he's hurt one more time. <laughs> Who would have got a paper it? cut? So uh, no good, dude. Dude. And then we're moving to the central, which I think is the toughest division. In oh, hockey. yeah. This because is... if I have the Blackhawks as the worst team in the division, I mean, when the Blackhawks are the worst team in the division. Yeah. I mean, and they're not, they're not going to be great, but they're, I mean, they're not that far removed from a Stanley Cup, you know? I yeah. Mean, I don't think they're very good, dude. I mean, I, I think that this team They has, still have some high-end talent that do. some of these really bad teams don't have. They do, but I think if they continue to struggle, some of those guys are going to want out, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. they, you know, they didn't really do anything to get better. Corey Crawford is, it's a concern, you know, about yeah. his, yeah. his health. He's still not going to be ready for the start of the year. If they don't have him, you know, they're, they're, they're cooked. Mm-hmm. Seabrook has seen better days. Uh, and the magic just has run out. Yeah. I think in oh, Chicago, yeah. they've the window, so, is, the window's gone. Well, really they're probably, they would be better served to try and, start over mm-hmm. you know they really uh, only a, have one elite player anymore in patrick kane honestly right well maybe it's time to move him and get some assets that can reboot this franchise because you know I'm, i've been watching it for the last two years in the san francisco giants they just held on a little bit too long yeah and now these guys are they're not as valuable and your team is pretty bad 
well, we started at the bottom. I think yeah. they're the worst team in the Central. And you're right. If they're the worst team, they're significantly better than those other ones. Uh, the best team, according to my ratings, dude, is Winnipeg. Really? I have them rated higher than Nashville. I totally um, disagree. I, I would have, it would have been really difficult for me to take them over Nashville because my my gut tells me that Nashville is a better team. But the numbers the the numbers that I ran over several different people's rankings, uh, I have Winnipeg rated a half a point higher. Then, then Nashville, it's that close. It's close. But, but um, if you even factor in some of the casino ratings, I have uh, Winnipeg rated uh, 0.8 points higher. So in both of those ratings of mine, Winnipeg is rated as a better team. Uh, but I think it's kind of a toss-up. It's close. I think you know Winnipeg clearly has better offense. You know They clearly have... The top two lines of Winnipeg are very fearsome. But Nashville has frankly the two the best top four in the league and that includes the sharks which is crazy you have dan ellis and roman josie as your top line yeah and you have pk subit on your second pairing right and so that's that's insane plus a pecorine who played well last year maybe had a, a down year the year before that and you have a really good offensive player in philip forsberg ryan johansson in the center i mean they're stacked nashville is stacked but you're right it's not quite the same as Patrick Laine and Brian, you know, and and all those guys that they have uh, up front for Winnipeg. I just, I'm not, I don't believe as much in Collar Hellebuck and 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 goal, and I don't believe as much in their D. Bufflin, uh, it's hard to hard yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, Truba, I like, but they don't compare to Nashville in that regard. So, but they're close. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be sad well, having either one of those. Uh, they're not close, dude. They they were better than them last year. I mean, they got further last year. Yeah. They did. You know, so uh, I think that that is where Winnipeg has the edge. I think Hellebuck is is much better in, in goal. I don't trust Pecorine. Um, and I I think that Winnipeg could do it again, you know. Uh, but Nashville is, is good. And also, I mean, David Poyle's the best GM. Yeah. Other than our own Doug Wilson, of yeah. course. But, I mean, David Poyle always seems to make the right move. Um, and, you know, down the middle, I like... Uh, Johansson, I like Torres, I like Bonino. Uh, I think that they have some real high-end talent on both sides of the puck. But can the goaltending hold up, dude? I, I'm just not sure. My third team in the Central, dude. Is St. Louis. Is St. Louis. Yeah, me too. No. Uh, you Really? You don't have Dallas ahead of them. Oh, no, you're, you're right, dude. St. Uh, yeah. Louis got better. St. Louis got better. St. Louis did get better. They didn't get better enough to be a, a Stanley Cup like legitimate Stanley Cup contender in my eyes, although they do have one of the best wingers in the game in Tarasenko. Um, they have a goaltending problem too. <laughs> they have they have Philly disease. Uh, well, I, I mean, I think it's a little different. I mean, Jake Allen has a good regular season stats, right? Yeah, but when yeah. he gets to the playoffs or in high-pressure situations, he just doesn't seem to be able to to close the deal. And this is also another team that has significantly made over its roster. Mm -hmm. So seeing them get off to kind of a rough start wouldn't be shocking when you're adding so many different new faces in important roles. Um, but they also seem very motivated to go for it now, Yep, uh, which is interesting given the roadblocks that seem to be ahead of them in that division. I would have thought they might try and slow play this a little bit. Yeah, but, that's what I would have uh, done. They really, uh, they're, they're all in, dude. I don't love St. Louis 
But I think that they are a playoff team, and I certainly think that they're better than Minnesota, which I re- who I reluctantly have. I have Dallas ahead of Minnesota. I do have Dallas ahead of Minnesota as well. Dallas has one amazing forward line and one amazing defensive pairing. I think that's more than a lot of a lot of teams have. I I like Dallas. I think they're gonna exp- I think they're gonna jump forward now that they're not under Hitchcock. They have an extremely offensive-minded uh, defenseman in Klingberg. They have very offensive-minded players right. in Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan. You take—they're basically going to take the reins off those guys. Like I like what da- what Dallas can do this year. They're not deep enough to win the cup or anything, but they could make the playoffs. They sure they could easily make the playoffs. I, I just think. I don't think that Ben Bishop is so fragile. Mm-hmm. That is he really going to make it through a whole season, dude? I don't believe it. Like, I just don't think it's going to happen. Right. And then they also have a, a major goaltending issue. Yep. When that happens uh, for a team that has some good D-men, but not a lot of depth, I think that, you know, this could be an issue for Dallas. And that's going to keep them from being uh, super relevant, you know. Uh, but they, they would that'd be a tough matchup for... Winnipeg or Nashville, if they are the number one team in the West, which I have them rated as such, you know, for for them to have to play one of those two teams, yeah, uh, one of that that team actually that would be hard. It'd be a tough draw for for the Sharks too, right? Yep, it was actually it was a tough call for me to put Minnesota ahead of Colorado. I kind of wanted to put Colorado ahead. I think Minnesota just has a little bit more has more talent. Mm-hmm. Um, then Colorado, I think they're probably going to have more points in the regular season. Colorado obviously took the hockey world a little bit by surprise. No one expected them to make the playoffs last year, and they did. They don't have a goaltending problem. If there's one thing they don't have, it's a goaltending problem right now. Right. Yeah, they have a surplus. They They've have, got two very yeah. capable goalies, which also is an interesting move, and you got to figure that you know one of those guys might not make it through the whole year, that they might... Uh, trade one of them and try and gather some more assets. You know, they're sitting in a very pretty position, right? I mean, they could end up with the number one pick, you know, in, in the yep. whole draft next year. That's right. Thanks to uh, Ottawa. So mm-hmm. um, I think for Colorado, you're not going to see them make some crazy moves. I think that they're also, and they should be slow playing this, you know, that yep. this isn't going to be their time to make the playoffs awesome, but they should be accumulating assets. Um they're going to be okay. Minnesota is Minnesota. Like, right. I mean, I just, there, it's just the same story. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's nothing different about this team. They're going to be good. They're not going to be good enough. They'll probably make the playoffs. I sure hope they play the sharks in the first round. Easy win. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and they'll be out because they just, they, they aren't able to win in the playoffs, dude. Just just not a good team. And the, and the Blackhawks, as we said, have faded. So in the Pacific, dude, do you have the Sharks winning the Pacific? I do. I have the Sharks winning the Pacific. So do I. So do I, which is, uh, which is a little scary because, you know, when I look closer at Vegas, Vegas actually improved. I think Vegas got better. Um, I don't think they can capture the magic the same way they captured it last year and, and ride it all the way in. But I think on paper... This team is better than it was last year. I think with Pasciaretti, with Stasny, they're better um, than than the players they gave up. And James Neal and the other, I can't remember. Oh, oh David Perron. David Perron. Well, it's but, a little bit of the secret sauce though, right, dude? Right. I mean, like, you know, you had two guys who, especially James Neal, seemed to be sort of right in the middle of the emotional, you know, hotbed of the, made that team move. And, you know, they... 
you know, Perron, he wasn't even barely playing at the end. I mean, he mm-hmm. sort of came off of it. But how much are they going to miss James Neal? Is Pacioretty going to return to form or is he going to be a 17-goal guy? Right. Paul Stasny is not the number one center that... No, but they don't need a number one center. They have the be- They have one of the better lines in hockey. Sure. Top line. But, but I, I guess th- they had one of the better lines in hockey last year that came out of total nowhere True. from three guys who their teams didn't want. True. So can they do that again? I mean, I, I certainly hope not. They're not going to take anybody by surprise. That's certainly for sure. not going to take anybody by surprise. And I think there's going to be some serious regression with this team. And um, I have them as the second best team in the Western Conference. But it, it's almost, this one's almost by default too, because I think that the, the sorry, not the Western Conference, Pacific Division. Yeah. I think the Sharks are clearly the best team in the Pacific Division. And Vegas is second. I have the Kings as third. And I think the Kings could end up being better than Vegas in the end. Um, just because they have, I think, a more proven core. Yeah. You know, with uh, you add Kovalchuk, they have Kopitar. If they have a healthy Jeff Carter, uh, Toffoli, Pearson, Drew Doughty, Muzzin, and and Jonathan Quick, that could easily be the second best team yeah. in this division. Um, so I still think he, as good as Vegas was last year, there's a lot of question marks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have LA third as well. I, uh, one thing I broke with uh, Dom LeCision on is he had the Ducks as the second best team in the Pacific and and that they lost Corey Perry and Ryan Kessler is still out. They have yeah. some so they have some guys where you know that we should probably know better being Sharks fans, guys like Ricard Raquel, who's actually a really good player. But they just don't scare me as much, especially after we no. whooped them. Yeah, no, no, no way. I so mean, I, I actually put them down fifth in the Pacific. Yeah, I have them rated... As fifth as well. I have them uh, behind Calgary. Yep. Who I have as a bubble playoff team. And I had Anaheim as a bubble playoff team too until they lost Corey Perry for five months. That's and right. And I think that they have little shot, mm-hmm. you know? If they can't get Kessler healthy, I was sort of expecting Kessler was going to be able to play, but doesn't seem like he's really anywhere close to coming back. That's a that's a real problem. Well, let's talk about Calgary, dude, because I think this is sort of the mystery team to me. Absolutely. That, you know, we've been waiting for Calgary to kind of take the next step. They made a, a major trade to, you know, sort of revise their roster by getting rid of Dougie Hamilton, who, you know, a lot of people say is one of the top 15 defensemen in the league. Yeah. And you you traded him for Noah Hannafin, who was a high pick, who hasn't quite lived up to expectations. It's true. And Lynn Holm, who is a good forward, not a great forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about this. Although, you know, if Dougie Hamlin was such an issue in their locker room, which apparently maybe he was. Right. Then maybe they felt like they had to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. This is a, it's a talented team that, I felt pretty confident in picking last year and I was thought they were going to make the playoffs and they weren't that close. You know, I, I, it, it's, uh, I, yeah, I don't know what to think about this team last year. I was definitely, I thought this team was on the upswing and now I'm not as sure. I'm not nearly as sure about the Flames. I think they're, I have them making the playoffs, but they're going to be close. They're going to be like the eighth seed. I think, you know, they're going to be the last seed in the mm-hmm. Pacific. They'll probably be the eighth seed overall. They might have to play Nashville in the first round. They're going to get whooped. So, and I have the Oilers out. 
I have the Oilers out too. You know, uh, Talbot, I think his performance two years ago is proving to be a bit of a mirage. And, you know, when you lose Sakara yes. for a significant amount of time, which is, you a know... A team that didn't have any good defense anyway. And they lose maybe their best or second best one. Yeesh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're doing over there. Like, I, I really... I don't know what they're doing, but it's they have not the, good. They have the best offensive player in the game, and they were one of the worst teams on the power play. Like, I don't know how you make that happen, but that's, well, what, that's what they did last year. Well, yeah. I mean, I, they I mean, they have some amazing offensive it's a flawed, talent. It's a really flawed roster, dude. It's yeah, it a really flawed is. roster. It's not balanced. The Lucci signing is pure, proving to be terrible. Yep. They had a great year that first year, and then last year was so bad, you got to think maybe they'll end up somewhere in the middle. But um, I, I just don't I don't think they have the overall roster composition to be a playoff team. Now the team that I think also is very interesting is Arizona. Yeah. And I saw an article written this week saying that don't be surprised or don't sleep on Arizona when the next major player becomes available in the trade market. Maybe it's Panarin. Mm-hmm. They have the assets to go out there yep. and make a huge splash. But, you know, would they risk that for, you know, three months of Panarin if he has no intention of signing there? Probably right. not. But, you, you know, um, they may be looking to add a player who has some term on his deal to to add to this core. They're getting closer to being relevant. They are. They are. They're, I still don't. They just don't have enough high-end talent for me. That's that's the thing about the Coyotes. They're not embarrassing. They're not terrible. They got some good players. They don't really have any great players, though, in my estimation. They don't have any... I mean, Oliver Ekman-Larsen is, is really good. He's not an elite defenseman. He might have been a few years ago. He's not now. You know, you can't put him in the same conversation as Eric Carlson and P.K. Subban and Dougie Hamilton and some of these other guys. Um, they have good players. No real great players, and that's the problem with Arizona. They need to get some great players, and and they've been doing the right things, which is get high draft picks and draft and try and draft well, which I think they've been basically doing. But yeah, I just hope if if those guys pan out, they could be really dangerous. If they don't pan out, then they're just going to be the Coyotes again. Looking at the bottom of the division, dude, you know you've got Vancouver, which um, they're just not going to be very good. No. And all, dude, and uh, that about does it. Uh, if if we look ahead, dude, mm-hmm. who will be playing in the Stanley Cup final? I mean, I think Tam- we both... Tampa Bay, Nashville is what we say. Well, I would disagree. I'm going to say it's Tampa Bay and our San Jose Sharks, dude. I and you know, funny enough, NHL.com, their writers overwhelmingly pick the Sharks to win the Stanley Cup. No kidding. They do. They pick it overwhelmingly. I think that they wow. had uh, nine different people pick them, and they were you know, by far uh, the, the team that had the most picks. Dude, let's take a look here. Uh, Sharks improved offense makes them one of the favorites in the West. Let's see. Uh, dude, Stanley Cup predictions for 2019. We have... Uh, seven of the 18 writers uh, pick the Sharks to win the Cup. Uh, Tampa Bay is six, and the Preds and Jets each got two votes, 
and the Penguins got one. So, I mean, clearly the majority of people are picking San Jose and Tampa Bay. Wow. Uh, that actually really is surprising to me, I have to say. That's really surprising. I wouldn't have expected that. Dude, I, mean, I am not surprised. You need to have a little faith. I'm I'm not saying I don't have faith, dude. I maybe I'm just still a little shell shocked from the Carlson trade. It's, it's just exciting. kind of amazing well, that we got It's exciting. Go like that. I mean, it and um I really I I think the way that that you know, and let's we'll transition to talking about the Sharks now. Um who have not had a great preseason and <laughs> No. But I really am not that worried about there's it. There's some in the comment thread or in the chat, there's some people saying I'm I'm kind of worried. Sharks not looking so good in the preseason, but right. then I think uh, you know, it's preseason. No it's one really cares. It's preseason and then the way that this team is set up, you know, they they have they have an awesome roster. I mean, yeah. like the team is really good and I think it's going to take a little time for them to gel, but when they do, look out. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. look out. I mean, they they are set up to win now and if they can stay healthy, and this could be a really, really fun year. It really could uh, around, be amazing. Around San Jose. I'm and, sort of trying to play it down in my head a little bit because uh, if I think about it too much, I'll get really excited. I'm not I'm not playing it down, dude. I think this is this is it. Like this is our chance. This is our shot. Yep. Um whoever we draw in the East would be tough. You know, whether mm-hmm. it's Tampa or Boston or Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, I think those are the three most likely opponents coming mm-hmm. out the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a tough, tough draw. And then when you get to the Western Conference Finals and you have to play either Winnipeg or Nashville, or Nashville that's going to be really tough too. But I don't think the Sharks are going to have as difficult of a draw in their own division. That's right. Their division is the easiest in hockey. So the, the Pacific is definitely the easiest division, I think. So again, if you're in a position where Vegas and LA meet up mm-hmm. and the Sharks draw Minnesota then you hope that they can sort of get past that right. and wait for whatever, whoever's next. I think the Sharks are both better than both those teams. You know, I know Vegas, it's a little bit of a gamble. If they can play like they did last year, then, you know, maybe we'll be eating our words. But I just, I don't think that they're going to be able to to duplicate that success. I don't think Flower can be that good again. Right. And overall... And they're missing their, frankly, their best defenseman for 20 games. Yeah, and that, that's going to hurt. I think um, the Sharks are primed and set up, dude. Yeah. It's good times, dude. It is good times. It is good times. Dude, it's a good preview. We've been at this for 50 minutes. I think we've said way too much as it is. Well, you know, it wouldn't be a preview unless we went to almost an hour. Yeah. So <laughs> we let's have keep talking. To, we have to go a long, long time. Dude, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of roster questions really left other than who will be the seventh defenseman. I don't really feel like that's very clear right now, whether it's going to be Heed, whether it's going to be Simic. Um, looking at the last time both those guys played, which was now three games ago, I mean, he did play 23 minutes. He played the most, I think, of any defenseman on that trip to Calgary. Mm-hmm. So uh, Simic played about 17. Uh, does that mean they were just giving him one a longer look just to see really... You know, will they carry eight? Well, that's the question, and I think that it's possible because, and I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that either of those guys, they'd have to expose them to waivers. I'm so, pretty sure. You know, you you know, Gambrell. There's no risk of losing him. Um, uh, Colin says they keep both. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. I'll, I'll go. I'll defer to Colin on this. You one. know, uh, Chartier. Uh, they won't lose him to waivers. Um, 
so you know one of those guys I would I will stay. I think Gambrell will come down, be sent down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chartier might be the one who sticks around. Um, although maybe they'll keep the uh, the Russian player uh, who played in the KHL. I don't think he's Russian actually, but the guy who played in the KHL, Lindell or whatever the, oh, okay. the guy yeah, is, because yeah. he's an older player. And right. Maybe you you don't mind having him sort of travel with the team and not play as much when you want Chartier and Gambrell to be playing you know, extensive minutes for the CUDA. So um, we'll see. I, I I don't think the Sharks are going to be willing to risk losing either of those guys on waivers um, to start the year. And like I said last week, if I was Vegas, I'd just take whoever the – if they expose <laughs> somebody, I'd just take them. <laughs> Too bad. You know, it's like it, it's yeah. sort of like your loss in my game kind of situation. Yeah. I, I would seriously consider it. Uh, yeah, like we said, it worked out with Ryan Carpenter for them. So maybe, maybe they'll take another swing. You never know. Right, Why not? Right. right. And if they're well, if they're, eventually if they're down a defenseman. Sure. And eventually they might have to. Sharks might have to make that call. You mm-hmm. know, to mm-hmm. see if there's a time where they feel like they could slip him through based on the roster. You know, they probably have a decent idea of which teams out there might be looking sure. to add either of those guys and how they might be able to sneak them through or so, trade them. Yeah, I mean, dude, I don't think either of those guys have a ton of value. Probably not, but no, you know, not. you got a no. s- fifth round or something. I don't know, <laughs> dude. Get no. David Schlemko. Let me take your temperature. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, it's it's going to be an exciting year, that's for sure. I yeah, mean, I, I, you know, for me, uh, Suomelo is going to be a really big piece of how this team does in the first couple of months. I mean, if they can really only play two lines uh, that they feel comfortable in, then this this team could really struggle. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I mean, the way that they've, you know, if if the Timo Meyer on the top line, Evander Kane on the third line, you know, wow. right now is where it is. I mean, because that's what they've got right now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, all three of those lines could play significant minutes. Yeah, yeah, and that's exciting. Yeah, you know, when you've got you've got Suomelodonskoy, Kane, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's nuts. and then you've got. Thornton, Pavelski, Meyer. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got Couture, LeBanc, Hurdle. Yep. That's some dangerous stuff, dude. It's, it's good pretty stuff. pretty dangerous. And you got to like that a lot. So um, we'll see, dude. Yeah. Wednesday can't come soon enough. Dude, let's I'm see if really we got any more uh, comments. Really want to thank everybody for tuning in and uh, watching live. And it uh, looks like you guys have had a lively discussion uh in in the in the chat and uh dude vegas cup i almost want to just take it back right now (laughs) you can't take it back right now dude even though i forgot about toronto which i'm sure (laughs) is not gonna come back and bite me in the ass it could be nashville pittsburgh dude it could be it could be i you know i the last few years it's been the team that maybe wasn't like the up-and-coming team that was super like touted like that team this year is Toronto. Like the last few years, it's been like the team that's been closed, but it hasn't quite made it. And that was Washington last year. The team that was closed, but you know, wasn't, but is a good team. That's been Pittsburgh before that. Sure. That's why I think Nashville, this might be Nashville's year. Well, and that's why it could be Columbus's year. Dude. I mean, or the they, Sharks they, year. It, well, I mean, but unfortunately the Sharks appear to be highly touted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, it could be Columbus's year. I mean, like it, this could be if they, if, if they're able to keep that roster together, if things are going well, the, one of the guys resigns. Yeah, yeah. And then they add a piece. If they can resign both those guys, then my outlook on them completely changes. Right. I mean, it's a huge question mark. It's yeah. a huge question mark. All right. Yeah. Thanks for joining, everybody. Go right. Sharks. Go Sharks. All right.
show? Want to get your questions on the air? Email questions at dudesonhockey.com. Dudes on Hockey is not affiliated with the San Jose Sharks organization or the National Hockey League.